Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, May 23rd, Guided by Truth. Good morning. I'm Donna Hester, pastor at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and I want to welcome you to worship this morning. Welcome to worship on this Pentecost morning in which we celebrate the coming of the Spirit. We acknowledge that God and Jesus sent the counselor, the advocate, the one to guide us through our way. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come as tongues of fire to enliven us. Come as sighs too deep for words to comfort us. Come as our advocate to guide us. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of John. Chapter 15, verses 26 and 27, and chapter 16, verses 4b through 15. And I will be reading from the Common English Bible. When the companion comes, whom I will send from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father will testify about me. You will testify too, because you have been with me from the beginning. But I have said these things to you, so that when their time comes, you will remember that I told you about them. I didn't say these things to you from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go away to the one who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Yet because I have said these things to you, you are filled with sorrow. I assure you that it is better for you that I go away. If I don't go away, the companion won't come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will show the world it was wrong about sin, righteousness, and judgment. He will show the world it was wrong about sin because they don't believe in me. He will show the world it was wrong about righteousness because I'm going to the Father and you won't see me anymore. He will show the world it was wrong about judgment, because this world's rulers stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, but you can't handle it now. However, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you in all truth. He won't speak on his own, 
but will speak whatever he hears, and will proclaim to you what is to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and proclaim it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. That's why I said that the Spirit takes what is mine and will proclaim it to you. Soon you won't be able to see me. Soon after that, you will see me. This is the word of God. For us, the people of God, thanks be to God. It's Pentecost Sunday. We know it's Pentecost Sunday, and we've gotten a little hint with the altar arrangement with the dove. Pentecost, fire, flames, spirit, wind, dove. These are the items we know of Pentecost. And we often know of Pentecost with that scripture from the second chapter of Acts with all those words that are hard to say. But this morning we hear the gospel. We hear from the gospel of John as Jesus prepares his disciples for what is coming. Jesus has washed their feet. Jesus has eaten that last meal with them. And Jesus spends time preparing them for what is coming. And yet he says through it, you're not going to get it at this point. This is going to be difficult. But there will come a time when you will understand there will come a time when the Spirit will be with you. The Spirit will guide you. The Spirit will take you along the journey, just as I have. When I am gone, the Father will send the Spirit to you. And we wonder... We wonder what that might have to say to us. We don't remember. We don't have a clue about walking on this earth with Jesus. And sometimes I'm not sure we have a clue about walking on this earth with the Spirit. But that Spirit continues to be with us. That Spirit continues to guide us in the truth. To show us the way in which the Father intends. It's interesting. It's interesting how we humans are. We're fascinated. We're mesmerized by fire. Fire is a material that is ignited and combined 
with oxygen. And it gives off light. It gives off heat. It gives off flame. There are wildfires. Large fires that spread rapidly and are difficult to extinguish. There are backfires. Fires started intentionally to check the advance of a forest or a prairie fire. Children, one of the first things they want to be when they grow up is a firefighter. One who extinguishes fires. But there's also another one who works with fire. And that is a stoker. One who fuels engines or furnaces. Fire. It mesmerizes us. Fire. We watch it. Whether it's the flames dancing in the fireplace or in the campfire or the flames sparkling from a candle. We love to watch fire. We love to watch the ways in which that oxygen either excites the fire and stokes it or overwhelms the fire and puts it out. Wind and flame, they dance, they stalk each other, and the wildfires burn in different ways. And this morning we come to Pentecost, and it's similar. It's similar in that very first Pentecost morning that is described in the book of Acts. When Pentecost Day arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound from heaven like the howling of a fierce wind filled the entire house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be individual flames of fire alighting on each one of them. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit enabled them to speak. On that first Pentecost day, we hear about flames. And we see quite often in the church art people with flames over their heads, almost representing like the small birthday candles on a cake. There's that flame. The flames appear. And the oxygen to keep the flames aloft, to keep them burning, 
comes like a howling wind, comes like the spirit represented in the dove. Fierce and howling, sparking each one in the room, allowing them to proclaim the good news in whatever language they spoke, to understand the good news in whatever language they heard. The spark, the fire of Pentecost Day. And think about it. Think about what I have described in the ways in which the fires that burn in the fireplace or the campfire or the bonfire or in the furnace. They're controlled. We work to control them. Whether it's to stop the wildfire or whether it is to get the perfect fire for cooking or for building, for refining, we control, we work hard to control that fire. And I wonder, I wonder what we have learned about that when it comes to the flames of Pentecost Day, when it comes to the flames of the Spirit. How do we try to control? How do we try to diminish? How do we try to use the fire of the Spirit? I wonder, I wonder in what way we stop the flames. We stop the Spirit who was sent to guide us, to show us the truth, to show us the way. How do we fight that fire and try to extinguish it? How do we fight that fire and try to stop it? As we listen to Jesus talk to the disciples, as we listen to Jesus tell about what is coming, Jesus tells about the companion the Comforter, the Advocate, the Spirit that will be sent by the Father, the One of Truth who comes from the Father, and the One who will testify. Or as the words we have heard over the last few months, few weeks from Acts, the one who will witness, and the one who will bring us along to share in that witness, to give that witness. You see the spirit of truth.
The one the Father sends to guide us along our ways is the one who stokes the fire. The one who stokes the message around us. The one who gives us the truth to share as we proclaim the good news. He will guide us. He will direct us. He will give us the words for that witness. And He will do it as we indeed are lifted by the winds of the Spirit. As the flames get bigger. Sometimes we have to remember that it's our job to follow the spirit of truth. It's our job to let the spirit fan the flame. And the spirit will fan the flame. We need not extinguish that flame. The Holy Spirit continues in the ministry that Jesus began in his absence. The Holy Spirit comes to teach, to guide, to defend, to comfort, and to help. And the Spirit fans the flame for us to teach to guide, to defend, and to comfort and help as we need to do at all as well. By the power of the Holy Spirit, the disciples would be equipped to witness, to witness for Jesus in a hostile world. And that fanning of the flame. That billowing of the wind is the way in which the power of the Holy Spirit comes to us. So we are equipped to witness for Jesus in a hostile world. This morning the altar arrangement calls into our memory the flames of the Holy Spirit. And above it is the dove, the reminder of the wind and the ways in which the flames burn. We come this morning recognizing that we are called to be the witnesses. We are called to use those flames that are upon us, that we might indeed be guided by the truth. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come as tongues of fire and enliven us. Come and guide us. Come and direct us in the witness 
come and direct us in the ways in which we are indeed the children of God. The children of God proclaiming the good news. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Amen. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. May the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, the Spirit of Truth, equip us to be witnesses in the hostile world. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.